Everybody, welcome to episode 284 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host as well, oh, but my name's Paul. They changed the calendar. Look at I you. did, yeah. You're a big boy. Yep. Look it's the last big calendar boy. of the year, last month. It's the last calendar of the year? Yeah, <laughs> ever. I mean, yeah. Let's not making calendars. I mean, that's not technically incorrect. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, the holidays are creeping up upon us. They are jingling all the way. Yeah. So lots of things to to watch things, although not as many things dropping as I had hoped. Um, but, you know, things to watch along the way. So we'll be reviewing those things. Yeah. I don't think we have much to complain about this week for once. No, um, but I, I do see a lot of like, I don't remember seeing this in the past, but I've seen a lot of like conversations regarding what's a christmas movie you know how like die hard's a christmas movie and mm -hmm. you know and it's like where's the line of like a movie takes place in the winter versus it being a christmas it seems like every movie that takes place in the winter is deemed a christmas movie no you know no there's plenty of winter movies that aren't christmas movie i wouldn't call the revenant a christmas movie but <laughs> yeah i suppose but well i mean there is that whole like death practically death rebirth thing, yeah, so. i guess you do so he you know he is something like christ in that yeah. i guess right yeah i'm sure leo plays he's christ like christ at some point in his life on stage or something I no don't know. he hasn't yeah. um yeah so anyway um i'm i'm a bit more of a uh of an 80s 90s traditionalist when it comes to christmas movies yeah. or what i could except for die hard i've not I don't, I don't really subscribe to the Die Hard, um, but which is playing in theaters. There's always, now. yeah, yeah. Well, they do that with all so, like classic. Yeah, but or it's whatever. because so many people consider it a Christmas movie. Yeah, but what I'd rather see in the theaters is a Christmas story. Yeah, I'm sure or it'll play there. Christmas Vacation. That that's something I'd like to see on the big screen. Yeah. Um, anyhow, yeah. I guess uh, I don't. I don't really um, like. I know a lot of people like Elf, and I just don't like that movie. I thought you did like that movie. No, no. I don't like that movie. Oh, I, I don't liked it. like. It's like I'm not really a um, much of a Will Ferrell fan. Yeah, well, yeah. And it's you know he's Will Ferrell, but just in an Elf's costume. It's like he's kind of always the same dude, yeah. and and I don't know. That movie is just like I could see how like if you were younger when it came out, how that would be. You know, it's it's like everybody sort of has their own. Uh, childhood movie yeah so for me it's like you know home alone and christmas story and christmas vacation those are like my three top christmas movies yeah it's one of the few movies that zoe's de chanel doesn't have bangs in mm, mm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and blonde mm -hmm. hair that's probably why everyone never knows that's her yeah um so anyway we decided to watch some things and like anything that you watch it's a gamble you sure never is. know. Yeah, sure. You is. never know. But I will say, most people, including us, never root for a film to be bad. You go into a film. Films are the are the one thing that you go into hoping that they're good. You know, you don't want them to be bad because it's your time. You know, so I think most sane people want all the movies they watch to be good. They're not watching it like this is going to be well, unless you're watching it 
purposefully cheesy movie, you know. Way to segue into the review. I wonder where this is going. Well, we'll see. You might be. You might be. <laughs> Gee, you might be interesting. I, I wonder what you could possibly mean by opening with how we don't root for movies to be absolutely horrible, but sometimes they are. Yeah. So, <laughs> do we even bother? Um, couple things. This this was one. You know, every once in a while, we'll grab things when they drop. Um, so obviously, you know, we're going to be talking about this in details. If you've not seen them, don't watch, don't listen yet because we're going to talk about all the stuff. Yep. Um, and so one of the things that dropped this past week was, uh, May, December, Netflix had a, a quite a, a dropping week this week. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was like everything else, something that I tried not to engage many trailers on. I had no idea. So I was just like, I saw the cast. I think I saw like five seconds tops of the trailer, and I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna wait." I saw the poster, and I was like, "Hmm, I don't think they're that far apart in age that this their relationship could be considered May December." But oh, okay, yeah. That's what I thought. I had no idea. So I didn't know very much. I caught like a glimpse of like the synopsis, and I was like, "Nope, don't want to know anymore." Which sometimes doesn't work in my favor. Yeah. Um, and so I think, what would you say? Maybe ten minutes in. Yeah. I went. Oh, I know who. Th- I know who this is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. It was. It became. I didn't know that. I didn't know what the theme of sure. this was. I had no idea until they started. Like you know, you see the guy, and then the way they're talking, and then. I was like, okay, hold on. I'm pretty sure this is the Laterno case. And then once the she went into the the news articles because they they, um, you know, there's words yeah. that would go in this spot. They recreated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they recreated. Insert words here. Insert words here. And um, they had recreated very iconic photos mm-hmm. um that i absolutely knew so i was like yes okay confirmation got it they just changed teacher to pet store but it's the same fucking thing yeah. um and i think maybe gave her an extra gave them an extra kid i think they only had the two girls i don't know mm-hmm. um anyhow um you're usually like pretty clueless when it comes to anything that's happened in the news in the past yeah. so i was surprised that you ever at all usually uh, uh, doesn't matter what topic it is. You're just like, I don't know. What do you mean? But bombings? What are you talking yeah. about? There was a bombing and what? What's Waco? Yeah. Um. But you seem to grasp some of this. So. Um, yeah, I knew of the. I knew of this. Of I didn't case, know it yeah. by name, but I knew there was a famous person, woman that had done that, and then they got actually got into like a relationship. Well, there's unfortunately a shit ton of women who have done this. But, well, yeah, but there was. But she fam- was the one who yeah. was the most famous for it. Um, I think Letourneau was probably the first woman that was um, given more than just a slap on the wrist, like who actually did jail time sure. and stuff like so. So she became like the, you know, the poster board child for uh, creepy ass gross women sleeping with their students. Yeah. Um, was this a bad movie? I wouldn't say that it was a bad movie, but it also wasn't a very good movie. Which is weird when you have two actors like that. And it wasn't yeah. because of the actors. It was 100% because of the story and dialogue. And just like they worked with what they had. Like that was that here was the task at hand. And they 
yeah. accomplished that, but there was nothing really. Well, I think they did. I actually think they did really well, and especially Natalie Portman. But um, you know, uh, they, but they're both amazing in it. Natalie Portman over. I don't know, maybe slightly because she had that one monologue that I really liked. But they're both amazing actors, so it's like a tough kind I of think thing. I find Julianne Moore to be a. I think overall than... she's probably a stronger actor for sure, Not but I feel like this role. The thing with this movie for me is the fucking audio. Yeah, there's the 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 Who? sound design and, Why? The, and the music. Da-da-da! It's ironic Why? that that person wanted to be a music supervisor because I don't know, maybe he was. <laughs> um, I mean, the like, what is happening? I get it. Like, I yeah, get yeah. it. You're going for this weird stylistic old school. You added all the is, grain like, to it. I don't it, know what this movie it was, was trying to say. Exactly. You know, exactly. Like, I don't understand what, I don't want to see what the point of it is because I understand the point of it. It's about this, the, the story. And I understand what the story is about, but I don't understand what it is outside of just being like a dramatic recreation of what happened. Like, what is but this trying to say? But it's not a recreation of what happened. A, it's not taking a stance It's an on adaptation. That's the thing. It's not even a recreation. It's an right. adaptation of the story. This didn't happen the way that they, they showed us. Well, yeah. You know, it, it's, they, they took, they took artistic liberties and then just they were inspired by that case. But this wasn't even a movie about that case. It was just inspired by they heavily inspired, yeah, mind yeah. you. But it wasn't, you know, they, they just sort of took their own liberties and then made this movie. But it's just uh, I mean, the movie itself was just very safe, I guess. It just didn't it, it it had a first act, it had a second act, it had a third act, mm. and then it was over. It, it did its job as a movie. Congratulations, you are a movie. But I don't I don't know what the point of it was. I don't there was like no arc yeah, yeah, at all. It, there were no stakes even. What was yeah. It was just like things were happening that happened to be recorded. And then um, for some reason in this day and age, we still have not mastered leveling audio in productions. Can we level the audio? I don't want to be deafened when music is playing and then having to raise the volume when people are talking. It makes no sense. Like either just, just blow my eardrums out straight through the film or just make me have to raise that up. But that this whole like up and down thing yeah. was yeah. so obnoxious. And I don't know why, why, like this seems like such a basic thing. It's not yeah. something that can happen without you knowing it's happening. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, I didn't catch it. Oh, there's that boom mic in the corner. Nobody caught that. That, that I understand. Yeah. Okay. I, I can potentially understand a Starbucks cup underneath a chair. Shit like that happens. But when you are in post- when you are doing a screening, how did we not catch this audio? So that, that means it's intentional. And someone please explain it to me. Yeah. Why? What, yeah. what, what, are, what, are, what am I as the audience member supposed to get from that? Yeah. Aside from a migraine. Yeah. Because I've got that. That you got well, that. Well, they do that, and That's then they good. make everything too dark. So it's just like this weird. Thing. Well, there's that, but that I mean, that was it. it here it was like the opposite. This yeah. very like sort of vignetty, feathered sort of uh, sl- like slight, slightly out of focus. Like it, it reminded me of like seventies porn. Yeah. Like when they would do like stills, yeah. and then everything had like this hue on it. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's 
how it looked, which was kind of weird. I mean, so so the Letourneau case, if memory serves, I believe was mid 90s. Um, so, you know, we're supposed to go like, oh, OK, assuming that that happened around that time, because that was the part that confused me was that they gave it this vintage look. But if it was meant to have taken place when it took place, it wouldn't be in the 90s. It was 2015 when it yeah, took place. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, you know, they kind of moved around. And so that was the thing was like, I didn't understand what time period we were supposed to actually be in. And I was kind of going by the cars and by the, the style of the kitchen, like the way kitchens were designed and yeah. furniture and stuff like that. It was still kind of off. It, it felt weird because I automatically assumed at first that they went with it being in the 90s, which then confused me because I was like, well, that wouldn't make sense because this happened in the 90s. And then he made a reference about the um, nebulizer saying, well, they haven't changed this since the 80s. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, is it because the nebulizer was made in the 80s and then carried through into the 90s? Or was this supposed to have taken place in the 80s? And so now we're in like, the late night, like what is going on? And yeah. then it's 2015, but it doesn't look like it. I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little like unimpressed, I guess, with um, green. Yeah. Like I, I, I get why people add it, you know, and that's the look they're going for. But I just, I usually am like, oh, I find it distracting. Mm. Yeah, because even yeah, I don't know. Even in so they clean everything up. So in know? the '70s and '80s, did did anyone ever intentionally try to make their films look worse? I know. Yeah. Like it's it seems weird to me. Like the the image the image the images that we had in the seventies, eighties, and nineties was because that was the best we could do, right? That was where technology was at the time. Therefore there was grain and that's how these things looked. And these things were made on film and so boom, that's how it looks. Yeah. And so then we go into digital where everything's like clean and crisp and we get like beautiful cinematography and all this wonderful grading and all this technology that has improved and then we're like, Hey, let's make this look like shit. Yeah. I don't... Well, there's a certain... I don't get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, every film, for the most part, does try to take uh, the pristineness of digital and, and and degrade it in some way to... to sure. To, to, you know, to, to separate... To, to degrees that in which are determined it's by very, the filmmaker. Yes. Yeah. And so, I th yeah, I think when you go overboard on it... And it like this. It's something that you, no you actually... You shouldn't notice... It. You exactly. know, you should just feel it. And so and the thing that I noticed... Like, like good makeup. The thing I noticed good is foundation. Like when you we, see it. there was parts of the film where there was a lot of grain and parts where there wasn't a lot right. of grain. And so I was just like, now I'm paying attention to the levels of grain throughout the film. Yeah. So. The but opening that's like a filmmaker thing. Like... So it's probably... I don't know if most people would, would do that. They would just be like, I don't know, it looks speckly or whatever. <laughs> speckly. Um, but yeah, it, it, just for me, I, everything about the film was fine. You know, the performances were good. The cinematography was was done well, and all that. You know, all that stuff was 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 good. Notwithstanding the the sound design, but that was by choice, so that's fine too. Um, I just didn't really come away from the film. I felt like I watched um, really good kind of docudrama. You know, like I thought it looked like a Lifetime movie. Yeah, I, I thought it looked a little bit better than that, but yeah. Well, it no, felt, like just, felt like yeah, one. it just, it was like a, yeah, not looked. I, I, I should say that I felt like I was watching a Lifetime movie, but like an old one. Yeah. Like I felt, I felt as if I was watching a Lifetime movie from 15 or 20 years ago. Yeah. And I don't and really it, feel like I understood Natalie Portman's character. 
I don't know what her who, her motives were yeah, as an actor. Like she it had didn't this, make sense. She had this scene with her boyfriend where her boyfriend was talking and then she's just like, I have to go or whatever. And she was just like so annoyed with him and whatever. And it's like, but then she obviously cheated on him. And so I'm like, wait, what is happening? Like, I don't, yeah, I don't really understand her as a character enough, I think. And we didn't. But apparently she was the one that brought this script to the director. Mm-hmm. And the director was like, yeah, I'll do it. And whatever. But I don't know. Well, the this this director um, has worked with Julianne Moore several times. So he's clearly sure. a fan of hers. Um, I just don't. I think this was the director also that did Carol, right? She was. I think he did that. So it's a good director. I just. Yeah. This was not a very good movie. But I think it's all. And it felt like a Netflix stuff. movie. Like they, they always yeah. do. It just felt like a Netflix movie. I don't know if that's. If you're sort of doomed at the start when it's a Netflix Netflix production. Well, no, I, I feel like it felt like a Netflix movie, but it didn't look like one, which was refreshing because for a while Netflix movies were all look, looking, like aesthetically looking the same. Well, they still do. It's just that this one doesn't. This one looked a little bit different. Have, but they still have. But it was like, it wasn't, it was aesthetic. bought by Netflix, not made by Netflix. That's why. Oh, that, okay, so that would, it, yeah, well, it, but, it, but then it, that doesn't it, it, explain why it feels like a, it just felt like a Netflix movie. It did like, the festival I don't know. thing, and then Netflix bought it for, like, 11 million or something like that. It felt really Netflixy to me. It cost 20 million to make, which is more than Godzilla. <sighs> we need Number $20 one. million dollars to make this movie. We're going to make it look like it was made for $4. I'm sure they got, <laughs> I'm sure those two we actors take, got a big We want to take the quality of this. And we want to bring it, we want to add grain and bring it down to make it look like it yeah. had been filmed in 1991. <laughs> but we need $20 million. The third yeah, of that well, budget was probably just them too. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they, they certainly took a, a, um, a, cu- a cut in their pay if it was $20 million for both of them. There's mm-hmm. no way. They, yeah, this yeah. was the lower end of what they usually get paid, I'm sure. And I think Julianne Moore was one of the producers. Natalie Portman may have been as well. And she I, was, and I yeah. missed it. Okay, yeah. So, you know, that that may have been a thing. And, and that's fine. That's great. Like, whatever. Um, I just didn't I just didn't think the story was well written, I mm. guess. And so it kind of like, it felt like a, a made-for-TV or a lifetime sort of, It felt like a cross between a lifetime and a made-for-TV. And the one thing those two things have in common is that usually their quality is sort of subpar. And the, the stories, they're never really all that intriguing and they're never really written well. I, I could see what they were trying to do, like this experimental thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they were going to start looking at the camera at one point because like there was that moment in the beginning where Julianne Moore like stares into the fridge thought she was going to yeah. turn around and like address the audience or yeah. something. It just seemed to, it was like a hodgepodge of just stuff. And um, I don't know. I guess I feel like something like this is when you're tackling a, a, a topic like that, I wish that they had done more with it on like a, a I guess on a journalistic standpoint, I wish that there had been more substance to it because now yeah. – no one wants to see this again, right? I mean, somebody yeah. look. We're we're the the entertainment industry is is infamous for you know making something and then remaking it like two years later or yeah. something that becomes famous in Europe. Then we decide to take and do as if we don't know how that's going to turn out. Um, so maybe somebody will do this again, but then it's kind of been tainted, right? Mm-hmm. Because we got introduced to this and people are like, oh, this story again. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like if you're gonna like that, this story to me was so crazy. 
you know, the the reality of this story of Mary Kay and I think <coughs> Villy was his name, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then watching just like there was that one um, that one interview with them with like uh, I think it was an Australian uh, journalist or something yeah. that just kind of like ripped into her. And you could see just the control even even in, in his older age yeah. that this woman had. You know, she had this really overbearing kind of personality and uh you know did who's not the boss? who was the boss who's the boss who's in charge who's in charge um and did not seem even until the end to ever take accountability for what she actually did she sure. just i mean i think in some ways you would ha- you couldn't right because if you were to take accountability and take responsibility for what you did and acknowledge the the severity of the decision that you made then you couldn't just continue with your life right there is no just living normally after that so i think in order it was like a self-preservation thing for her where she had to commit to this action Mm -hmm. till the very end and i do believe she died recently of cancer um you know not gonna say that that's like the worst thing because she was a pretty terrible person quite honestly and i like there's the thing that you know everyone like oh my god she's got cancer i'm like i i didn't forget listen great people get cancer all the time i feel sad for them uh that's terrible um but like horrible people get cancer too and they're suddenly not not horrible people because they 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 have terminal illness you know cancer doesn't care who you are and that's basically how that goes i'm not a person that believes that because you're bad you get cancer because how do we explain good people getting cancer it's just Mm -hmm. yeah she got cancer and it's like well that sucks um but she's still an asshole (laughs) so um you know seeing somebody just commit to that is like uh, on the one hand is infuriating because you're like wow this woman's really not going to acknowledge what she did and then there's like a part it's almost fascinating that you're like wow you're just really going to commit to the part i mean she just went for it and so the end of her days at least in the public eye i don't know what was going on privately or how she felt about it or how that affected her later but um i wonder why they did divorce shortly before she died um and he's got like another kid now with someone else and he did say that she was predatory after they got divorced yeah come out and say well i mean because that's the thing is like her. you cannot you can not see it when you're younger but then when you are a parent like i was hoping that portman's character seeing the age of her children would bring something like that up but then again you know she has to kind of play nice with her because she's yeah. studying her and all that stuff yeah but i thought how interesting that she was so protective of her children and it's like, well, they're they're actually older than he was, you know, they're graduating and like yeah. they're actually older than he was when you had yeah. preyed upon him. So like, how would that feel to you? Those 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 types of questions. I don't know if she was asked that. I'm sure somebody must have asked her that over the years that mm-hmm. that interviewed her. Um, but yeah, so I guess I it it's a it's a fascinating topic and it was a famous story. And I was like, oh, I just wish that it had been taken there if there were less artistic freedoms taken with it and it had been more of a straightforward film yeah i think that would have been yeah, i would have probably enjoyed like that why more. they made the choices they made to change the stuff that they did change you know i don't know i don't know um but yeah i mean it was it was it was done well it just wasn't written well in my opinion yeah i didn't love it i didn't love and I, 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 uh, 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 what? I could even say like I felt like the story 
was where it didn't work for me. Even the dialogue within the within, if I thought the story was good, the dialogue wouldn't have been a problem. I don't think there was a problem with the dialogue itself. I just think there was a problem with the the story with like that I didn't understand what the story was trying to say. What I was am I what am I gleaming from this thing? Like what what is it? Why like what is it? Why does this exist? Mm. You know, not that it shouldn't have. I'm glad these people made it and all that fun stuff. And you know, um, but I just for me personally as a viewer, I, I was not clear on as to what I was supposed to take away from this in terms of understanding these characters. And, you know, their paths and their journeys and, and what it is they learned from all this, if anything, or maybe they weren't supposed to. And that was the point, too. I, either way, I didn't I didn't get it. I also, um, I'm you know, just constructive criticism. But I, I didn't think that the character who played Joe was a very strong actor. Hmm. And that he gained a bunch of weight for the role that that took me out. A lot of times, like well, especially when, when they had their this encounter, type of because you're. But he he played he overplayed it, mm. and so I realized that like so when you you know you look at in interviews with them together, I would think you know they're they're sort of like that. Um, you know, you're starting to break the walls, right? Where it's like, well, she's trying to emulate what she's like. So then were the characters emulating what the other characters were actually like? You know, is that what Julianne Moore were doing? And 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 I get like the being quiet thing but I don't know I don't know I can't like I can't quite put my finger on what didn't work for me in his delivery it just didn't work for mm. me um and it felt very he felt very new and I don't know if he is or isn't I don't know if it was uh, the I part did some CW shows or something that guy yeah, it just didn't. It just sure. didn't work for me. I didn't see like, and I guess, and, and that's also difficult when you're going up against two actors yeah, like that. Well, I yeah, mean, like sure. those are. L listen, I what I love about it was that they were the two biggest actors. I thought that was great. That it wasn't like, you know, an O Russell, uh, celebrity orgy over here where it was just like, and then this person's in it, and then this person's in yeah. it. It was like we had the two main actors, and it was like okay, and the rest of the actors I wasn't familiar with, and that helped sort of, you know, kind of keep it real mm -hmm. and not and not distract you but you do have to get people that are on par with these that, that can hold their own in those scenes and i felt like he got really lost especially like his interaction his physical interaction with him and portman i didn't buy like when he was upset it was very like first year actor hmm. kind of like girl i'm mad yeah. and then when he was having the conversation with julianne moore after that where he was having to be angry and it was like he hasn't quite gotten control of how to be convincingly angry it was like very textbook and so then adding that with the fact that it felt like it made for tv movie it was just like yeah. like yeah. i i'm i'm looking at two incredibly uh you know uh famous actors that are a-list actors and at the top of their game and then i'm like getting lost with the other people in that scene and it's just not making sense to me and um, like the guy who the pet store owner, like mm -hmm. I, I would almost believe if somebody was like, oh, that guy was like some guy who was actually works at a pet store and they yeah. just told him to say the lines because it just there was no there was absolutely no substance and no emotion to anything that anybody said. It was just like people were delivering their lines. And then the most emotion we got was like it would be Julianne Moore's like over emotion because her character is like hysterical and mental. And then, you know, the monologue at the end, which, again, is is a forced emotion, right? It wasn't even a genuine emotion. The whole point of it was that she was playing the part and, mm. you know, 
it, it, it was a farce, right? It was just a monologue. Um, so I guess I didn't feel anything real from any of them. Yeah. Like it just, I don't know. I don't know. I think like, you know, like with a lot of very artsy films, it's like I appreciate the approach, but it just didn't really work for me. And I thought that it was so strange to have these two particular actors together like that and then like not really get anything yeah. of substance from it. That's weird. Yeah. It's a weird feeling. Um, but anyway. Uh, Let us know what you thought of the movie. I, I honestly didn't know what the hell it was going to be about. I mean, yeah. I was just, I was kind of like, oh, oh, it's the Letourneau case. And so I guess that maybe also was difficult because I was hoping for more because the case. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, and so then the, another thing that dropped uh, this uh, this this past week, right? Yeah. I'll say that. Um, was a yet another Netflix movie. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like we said, a big week, big uh, week for Netflix. Yep. Leave the world behind. A lot of people talking about this. Um, I usually will. Um, I have a letterbox. Then I like to, you know, I've done several reviews, and I like to read people's reviews. Uh-huh. And like many things that I've not loved, people loved it. Yeah. Right? They were like, great, loved it, loved it. The main criticism that. I've heard from I think like ninety percent of the things that I've I've read was that everyone hated the ending. Yeah. Um, and so this was I've read, uh, I've read similar things. Yeah. So this was um, I read one. It was just like, man, what a cliffhanger! <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's a sequel. <laughs> um. So this was there's a sequel. It's called Mad Max. This was um, uh, Sam Esmail Esmail. Sure. Um, then Mr. Robot. Yeah. And uh, so Julia Roberts, Mahershala Ali, Ethan Hawke. I liked this film more than I liked May, December. Mm-hmm. I did not like this film as much as other people seem to like it. It didn't feel as long as it was. Yeah. yeah. So it's certainly like it did a good job at building the tension. Yeah. Right. It did, it did a good job at that. So I'll st- I'll I'll go with the things that I enjoyed, which was that I I enjoyed the tension building. I like that we got straight to it. Um, obviously the actors, you know, these are good actors, and I do enjoy them, even though it's difficult for me to see Ethan Hawke gray. Yeah, it's just like Ethan Hawke is always Troy in reality bites. <laughs> it's yeah. just weird for me, because uh, yeah. that means I'm getting old and I don't like it. Uh, but yeah, so you know, I, I I enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, I thought that I mean, I thought like the set design and stuff was pretty basic. I mean, it's like kind of yeah. your run of the mill. Like these people have money, boom, and this is what their house looks like because yeah. they all look the same. Um, you just happen to stay at the house of the person that knows what's going on. Exactly. <laughs> well, someone had to stay at it, right? I guess. Yeah. Um, and so I I appreciated oh La Bacon. LeBacon was also in there. Um, I appreciated... Now, also, here's another thing. This was a book. So the credit that I give, because I didn't read the book and I can't... So I I can't confirm or deny. I didn't read it. But I always sort of take off a few points when something is previously... When when it's an adaptation of a book. Mm -hmm. Why? Because that is someone else's idea. Yeah. Right, it existed. It had its own artistic existence as a book, and someone came up nowadays. with this. I know. Well, yeah, yeah no kidding. I mean, but like that, this was its own artistic thing, 
And then it's kind of like everything else where this director comes in and everybody goes, oh, my God, you see the movie that guy made? He didn't make that. He directed something that somebody else already made or this thing that was written. Like, yeah, well, but somebody already wrote that. Right. And I'm not taking away from the fact that people write a screenplay adaptation of a book. There is, of course, you have to have talent to do that because you there is no way to make a movie the way the book was. Mm-hmm. There's just not enough time unless you're doing a series. Right. Which has anyone done this? I mean, you have like Game of Thrones and shit like that. But like it's th- like no, but books. like this type of stuff. Oh. Like, you know, I don't know if I feel like these types of everything now is just usually a movie. And then so they take things apart and they're like, well, it was a book and we change it. And now it's the movie. It's like, well, well, why don't you just make a series then so that you can make it like the book? Yeah. I would have loved to have seen Shutter Island as a series. I will still stand by the fact that for me, Shutter Island was the closest movie to a book that I mm. have watched. I did read the, the book first. Right. Well, you so, haven't read all the books of mo- all the movies either. So you don't know. Of what? You know, like maybe this was the closest adaptation. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I didn't read it. I don't know. Um, but I know I know that there were things that were changed. So uh, I, already I don't have to read it to know that they didn't follow a lot of things. Mm-hmm. They did take, you know, artistic liberties, liberties yeah. there. Um, but I would have liked to have, I mean, like I read Mystic River. It was, eh, I wouldn't say that was as close to the book as the movie was, but uh, it's the same the same author, by the way. And so Shutter Island to me was the closest. I was actually surprised when I read the book. I was like, there's. I hoped because it was Ruffalo and and DiCaprio and Scorsese that it would be close to the book, but I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. It had the same, it, it, I had the same feel from it. And so I, I hold that that film in very high regard in terms of that. Wasn't Goodfellas a book? No. No? I don't think so. Was Goodfellas a book? Or Did or, you just make me question myself? Or it's a real life, or it's based on a true it, person? Yeah, Henry Hill. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. It's loosely, yeah. You know, things get changed. But yeah, it was based, it was, all the characters yeah. were changed around a bit. But yeah, yeah they, they were actual, it was an actual case. Um, and so, I, like I said, I, I kind of sometimes take points away for that. Because I'm just like, well, I mean, it wasn't like you came up with this idea. Like, I, that to me is like, I'm always so much more impressed with that. When yeah. it's like, this. just this, if this had been an original screenplay, I think I would have been more impressed with it. But the fact that it was a book, it's like, well, 75% of the work was done for you. Yeah. Right? You didn't really, like, the, the the whole basis of things, lots of details, all of that was already created for you. And then you just kind of jumped in and, like, changed things here and there. And then it's mm-hmm. like, look at my new movie. And it's like, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, not so much. Yeah, it's tough because, you know, Hollywood's not doing any original content anymore, or at least for now. It's so it's it's you know and that's the thing is like it doesn't even have to be a successful book it just has to be a book and it's like well what's the point in that like I don't understand yeah what what what's the point but you know as a director if that's all you can do then that's you do what you gotta do you know I'd rather tell a a story based on a book than no story at all I suppose but I don't know you know like well that's the thing it's not like he's like some. Like some director that came out of nowhere. I mean, he yeah, hadn't made I, stuff before, so sure, it's like. Sure, but that doesn't mean that they would give him the budget they gave him for this for that for something. Oh sure, no, 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 yeah, yeah, totally understand that. Totally understand that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. A tough I, one. I think I liked it more than you did, but. Which uh, is usually the case. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just so terrifying, you know. Because it's so, I, I can see this happening. I think that's the point. You know, you know right. the point and is that. The point. And so I feel like it was effective in that way. I didn't um, love the ending either, but yeah, I, think, I didn't like the ending either. I didn't not, like and the not ending, because of not not because of the reason people hated it yeah. though. Yeah. For me, it's because 
if she's smart enough, she's smart enough to know that that's a bunker. Let me go get my family and we can stay down here forever. I'm not going to just watch. You know what I mean? Like, no, that, no, no, no. To me, See, that decision was like not in because line it with... wasn't about that. That that's what I didn't like about what people didn't like about it. I mean, I think a lot of people just didn't just felt that it was like kind of lazy. Um, and we'd already been beaten over the head with the friends reference through the entire two hours of this movie. So it was like to end on it is like for the love of God. But my my perception of it was that the the idea of her doing that was that everybody sort of unplugs. That was her distraction. Mm. Was it the, the sensible thing to do? No. But do we do sensible things in those moments? No. We distract ourselves. You get overwhelmed with what's happening, and then your phone yeah. and technology, I, I just feel like all it films, everything becomes a distraction. A distraction so much so. That we're not seeing what's happening around us. That was it. Was a very like cliche artistic thing to do, right? Plus, oh, I mean, you have the, the world... whole series of Buffy right there, <laughs> and you're gonna go with like, come the, on. The world is blowing up around us, and we're not really watching it. We're not paying attention to it. We're in our own world. That was supposed to be what that was. No, I know, but, but it just, just was like, like the was friends like... thing was like, yeah. But I mean, if you're looking at it like on a realistic standpoint, it's like. Listen, there's so many things we can do with that, all right? Because my thing is, the hell with the bunker. The bunker doesn't even matter right now because you're all going to die of radiation poisoning. Yeah, what is that? So let's just get, we'll just have to, we'll have to Tarantino it. We're just going to jump all around on what I found to be ridiculous. That to me was probably the most egregious of them all. So you're telling me that for some reason, their son, and are you going to tell me it's because of a tick bite? That he was more susceptible to the radiation because of the tick bite or did they just want to distract us with the tick bite? Either way, it doesn't make sense because whether it was a tick bite or not, how is this kid losing his teeth 24 hours after exposure and nobody else is even symptomatic? Not Not even a sneeze. Everyone else is perfectly fine. And my dude lost teeth. Yeah. In 24 hours. Do you know how high a level of radiation you have to be hit with to lose your teeth in a day? Yeah. This is some this is some Chernobyl shit. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about the mushroom. Like th- there's no way that he would have been the only one that was affected by it. And so that really annoyed me. And then on a, he would have been vomiting. Well, you know, she's like, you're a little warm, like a little warm. He would have been leaking from every hole in his body. He would have been completely incapable of moving, let alone pulling his own teeth out. And then we get into the medical inconsistency for me, which is like, let's go to someone who has medicine, medicine for what, what medicine? You know how many medical ailments exist in the world? There are thousands of things that could be happening right now. Yeah. And you're just Look, looking just for some medicine? the medicine yeah. that's going to fix everything. We just need a bottle that says Rx on it. We'll be good. <laughs> we need the meds. Yeah. We're all good after we have the meds. I mean, this isn't, if this is supposed to be real world, right? It just doesn't make, I hate when movies do stuff like this because assuming that this is not viral, okay, because they're giving him antibiotics. If this is viral, forget it. That's not going to do anything. It's a virus. That's not how antibiotics work. Even if this is a bacterial infection, we don't know what kind of bacterial infection it is. This is not the kind of amoxie Z-pack situation that you're having. We're talking like Cipro. 
We're talking about major shit. We're talking about the antibiotics with the black box warnings that you will probably have neuropathy and, and like, yeah. you'll be paralyzed in a couple of years, but hey, you're still alive kind of antibiotics. That's likely what you need. Yeah. Not whatever he just hand, random blue, giant blue pill he randomly handed him. Yeah. And then also, what does that do for everybody else? Like, assuming he's sick, well, you'd have to think everyone else is going to start getting sick, so we don't have enough meds for everybody. Yeah. I don't know. I just, that kind of stuff make, makes me crazy. And I thought that they focused so much on that. Yeah, they did. That if it, if they had sort of glazed over it, I would have been like, oh, I might be able to forgive that. But they really made that such a focus. And I was like, well, none of this makes sense. And then also, why would LeBacon, being as prepared as he is, stay in his house over the bunker if he knew the bunker existed? Because they didn't know the bunker existed without him. Right. Well, he, if Bacon, I was him, Bacon probably didn't know that they I would have been home. in there. Uh, you check. Yeah. And when you're not home and you realize, because it looked abandoned. Yeah. So when you realize they're not home, I'm in that bunker. <laughs> like, I'm not staying in my lovely Victorian townhouse or whatever the hell he was in. Yeah. That, like, is it, you're, it's not airtight, right? We've got a problem here. He's not going to last for very long either. Yeah. Why wouldn't he go in the bunker? His type of character would have went straight to that bunker. Or have one of his own, yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't have just, like, walked out without a mask. Especially, when, okay, so they're, they're telling, like, hey, there's something wrong with my kid. First of all, get the fuck out of here. Before we even had the, before he even got to the point where he was, like, get off of my porch. Yeah. What do you mean your kid's sick? Don't even get near me. Because <laughs> yeah. if he's sick, you're sick. You're too close. I would have had 1,400 masks. I would have gas mask on me. Yeah. So it's, like... It was that whole thing of like he's prepared, but he's not really prepared. He knows all this information, but yet isn't acting like a person that would. Yeah. You go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were certainly some inconsistencies like that. I don't know how much of that is drawn from the book and how much of that is, you know, been adapted or whatever. But um, I, I thought it was a, a pretty solid thing, and I think it's it's it it's scary because it's like man this this could easily happen and and the whole the whole idea of it, it kind of has just not to that extent sure. but we are already there where you it, that that yeah, that yeah. misinformation misinformation part yeah is, is there it, it runs and, rampant and like yeah the the whole idea of it's fascinating you know the whole idea of letting a country like ours because we are so divided just destroy itself mm-hmm. like all you got to do is like scare them a little bit yeah. and then they'll just they'll, they'll do the work take, for us. yeah they'll take it all out and um so it was like and and the idea that no one is in charge right the people always think that like mm-hmm. there's these 10 illuminati people or whatever and they run everything when the when the reality probably is that nobody knows what the fuck's going on anyway you know nobody's in charge and i feel like that's so much more scary mm-hmm. um and so i i appreciated that stuff and you know uh yeah i mean i thought it was like a solid take on, on this kind of because they, they they definitely enjoyed it more than I did. Yeah. Because, well, they they kept trying to <laughs> make us vomit with the camera tricks. Well, was, I agree. Yeah, there was the they they kept tilting the camera sideways, and it's often a technique used to kind of make you feel unsettled and sort of thing. But it's that type of thing where it's like if you do something too much, all of a sudden it doesn't doesn't have the effect. It that loses it, the effect, and it and didn't it make anymore. me feel. I wasn't unsettled. I was fucking nauseous. Yeah, you do that a couple times. At certain points for specific effects, but whatever, that's his choice, it's a, I guess. Or whatever, yeah, but. but it's really one trick. You know, like you have, like uh, uh, Ari Aster does this. He's done it in both uh, he, in Hereditary and he did it in Midsummer. Like, you know, 
you do it once or twice you you throw the tricks in and then you move on but like this film from like from the first to the third act was just like how many more times can we spin this camera let's spin things and make people feel like they're gonna throw up i don't understand that at all i i don't get that like making an audience feel unsettled and settled because of the music because of the tension because of the way you pull in or pull up because the performances 100 percent. that i love that that's how you do that it's cheap to be like well we're gonna make you feel uncomfortable by physically making you feel uncomfortable because we're gonna make you feel dizzy like uh, that's not I, I didn't sign up for a 3D movie. If I wanted to throw up during a film, I would have, I would have, I'd have yeah, a VR Avatar. set on. Okay, <laughs> like I don't want to feel like I need a barf bag when I'm watching a movie because there's not enough substance in the story, and so you're trying to create it with tricks. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't love that. Um, it was a little bit overused. And, it was and, a lot overused. And I, and, but I, I, I like it. You know, there was the misdirect with the um, the people, the the people that owned the house at the beginning, and I felt like that's a really tough one to do. Who, because... by the way, in the book were husband and wife, and I'm curious how you felt about it because I felt like it should have been kept as husband and wife because I did not buy oh. their connection as father and daughter. The, yeah, their connection didn't really feel like. But I feel like that was part of it because you wanted to feel like they were like in on this plan to get in the house. But you together. knew that you knew that pretty. Yeah. But once we got over that. Yeah. Right. I, I can understand the introduction to it. But then once we got over and we realized that they weren't tricking them, they still did not make sense together because yeah. it was almost as if they went, hey, let's let's make this like Gen Z and, and have it be his daughter. Mm-hmm. we'll just throw this gen z spin on it and it's like okay well then you have to rewrite the characters and their dialogue to match that and it's almost as if they didn't do that yeah. they kind of changed a word here and there but the whole introduction dialogue wise was meant to be a husband and wife and so it felt like that mm. except they changed it to a daughter which is why they never felt right together because so they weren't a, written was there st- was there still the plain thing in the in the that I don't know. Yeah. I, that I don't know. Um, I just know that originally she was his wife. And I didn't know that until, you know, I read that afterwards. And I was like, that's what it was. Because whenever they spoke to each other, I was like, this doesn't feel mm. like a father-daughter relationship. It had like a weird, slight sexual undertone to it. Uh, like, it just Ooh, felt weird to me. It and they felt more like me. a couple. I, didn't, I didn't feel like their chemistry was like... Father and daughter was was one of that because there's there's like a moment where she you know she's very much like a a tough tougher has a tough exterior this character and so uh but there was moments where she let her guard down she's scared and wants the dad to sleep in the same bed with her because she's like scared or whatever and i just didn't feel that vulnerability from her so it just kind of always felt like she was just this brash character yeah so i didn't feel the connection between them because that moment that was supposed to solidify that connection didn't really hit for me but um yeah i don't know i i I feel like it didn't really come off as weird or anything to me i just just purely from a like even if it was husband and wife i feel like there was still would have been that um disconnect for Well, i think it would have been played differently and i think it might have it would have worked better yeah i think like they they just kind of they didn't change the right there's there's they live there, right? Even if it's a summer home or something, mm-hmm. like there's stuff in this house that would that that they could um, use to prove who this person is, you know? Yeah, you would think. But like so that, but like we well, got the car, so look at the you can look at the 
registration of the car. You can, I mean, there's a million things you can do. And then. Well, how would you check, like, if there's no internet? Like, how would you verify that? What if they stole the car? Yeah, they could have just stole the car. But maybe there's something, you know, there's got to be something in this house somewhere. I thought that. So here, here's my thing. I thought that it was kind of weird that they were pushing the narrative of like Julia Roberts being a bitch for not being open to this because I'm sorry, I guess I'd be a bitch because I don't know you. I'm not letting you sleep in this I didn't, house. I didn't take that. I took it as Ethan Hawke being more of like a idiot, uh, a complete a naive, idiot, <laughs> naive, like, like trusting person. Sure, come right on until in. Until it became to, till it came to the girl and the the woman in the on the road. Then he was like, no. Fuck yeah. You, then you. all of a sudden he he had all these these reservations, but it was just like. I think it's completely reasonable to not feel comfortable having somebody say that, oh, yeah, this is my house, but I can't prove that it's my house. Can I stay here? Like, that is very weird. Um, So then, like, kind of throwing, like, throwing it being a race issue was just like, yeah, no, it's just weird. I don't care who you are, honestly. I don't give a shit who you are. If you come to the door, you can't prove that you are who you say you are. There's nothing on the walls, like she said, that there's no pictures. There's nothing on here that would be able to verify you don't have your license on you yep. not sleeping in the house with me but then on the flip side of that once we establish that you oh have yes your phone right so you can there's got to be some kind of picture or something in the phone of you in the house one or would assume you know? i yeah how far how far do you go into faking that though right that's that's where the paranoia comes in like how detailed is this plan yeah. um but then like once we establish now to flip it once we establish that yeah this is my house get the hell out of my bedroom you sleep in the basement. I'm yeah. not sleeping in the basement of my own house once we've established that the world's going to end and this is not your rental anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't this isn't a situation where you're renting and we're going to move on from here once all this blows over. Like we realize that we're in some shit. You could sleep in the basement. I'm I'm going to have free reign of the rest of the house. Um yeah, I uh the plane crash cuz you had made a comment about the plane crash. Even even you were pessimistic about the reality of that. Yeah, it was just like if a plane crashes into the ground, that is like earthquake level kind of uh, impact. Yeah, because so, he said it was what like a mile down the yeah, road. A mile down the road, um, and I don't know, like it just was kind of weird. Like it was, it seemed to be added just for the you know to have some kind of CG thing happen. You know, some kind of the boat wasn't enough. Yeah. Let's get into the boat. Well, the boat was cool because it, it started everything off. First of all, that's not how boats work. <laughs> you can control a boat right within the boat. You don't like there's you don't need navigation systems to stop a boat from moving because um, you can just like drop anchor and reverse the engines and stuff. I mean, I've seen enough blow deck to know how this shit works. <laughs> um, but uh, we got an expert here. That was one of the things, actually, that was one of the things listed on IMDb was that, like, that would never happen. Yeah. And then also, let's just say that it could, right? But, let's, but ju- let's just but entertain that. I think it was, it was effective. Yeah, but let's just entertain that. You, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed by the stupidity, right? Because if you're sitting on a beach, why is an oil tanker, even when it was in the distance, that close? They're not going to be that close to a beach. Like, that's really, that's really close. And then as it's getting progressively closer, people are like, meh. It's <laughs> just like... Your survival instincts are pissing me off. The amount okay? of time it would, I would take there's no way I would have waited thing to get to to beach like that yeah. if it would even get that far because it goes deep into the water. But whatever, let's say it can. Um, you would be out of there well before it would even get that close. And also, why Unless would you? you why would you run in the direction that you ran in? It just doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. 
uh, like things like that drive me nuts. I thought it was cool because it's eerie, right? Like, I do agree, like the effect of like, you're sitting on a beach and you're like, well, that's not supposed to be there. And then suddenly it's on the beach. You're like, oh, shit, things are happening here. I I don't know. I mean, there were things I enjoyed about it. And like, so like the, the thing with the animals, like I enjoyed it at first and then they kept using it. And it was like, no, no, no. You you shot the puppy already. Like, you can't keep using that because it's not creepy anymore. Because it was creepy the first time when she looked up and nobody else had seen it. And all yeah. the deer were there. That was way creepier. And then you kept doing it. And yeah. it was it, it lost its effect at that point, you know. And so that was, like, the thing for me. It was a lot of, re- like, the, the tricks were repeated. And so then they, they, they weren't as effective anymore. And then it just kind of felt repetitive and weird and... Plus, he had said, I'm just thinking of this now. He's like, well, we can, I'll go check on my neighbor. He lives like a mile, a mile down the road. Yeah. But you have a neighbor that whose house you could literally walk to. Why not go there and check out and talk to that person to see what's going on? You know, like that was... Because movie, that's know, why. It's kind of a weird thing. Um, uh, you, have, you have a neighbor over there that has a bunker. Yeah. A well, whole he bunker. He didn't know he had a bunker, but... Yeah, but like... Why wouldn't we check? Like you said, why not check over there? Why not check every neighbor? Just like I checked one neighbor and that was it. Like we just, we're not going to check the rest of the neighbors. And I'm sure, you know, there may have been a thing in the book, like maybe this person was racist and he hated them. So he wasn't going to go check on them. Who knows? Yeah, we don't know the details, I guess, with the book. But I'm not talking about the book. Like, forget about the book because you made the movie, right? So you have to explain your actions as a film. You can't just go like, well, in the book, like I'm not reading the book. I'm watching the movie. So you have to make that make sense in the movie. And it doesn't make sense to me that... Also, this girl doesn't even mention to any of the adults. Like, by the way, there's a house right over there. We should go check that house out. She just yeah. kind of keeps the secret. And then the brother sees it. He's not going yeah. either, right? It's just like, the kids to me were, it seemed like the kids only existed so that the parents had something to react to. Because yeah. together, they made no sense. I didn't buy them as a like a, a married couple. They didn't seem to really, it was like, they didn't um they didn't imply that they didn't get along right you know a lot of times it'll be like oh there was there, there was this undertone that their marriage was failing they didn't really seem to give us that they gave us this thing where they loved each other she bought him the cigarettes even though he shouldn't be smoking and they yeah. you know they they had their their you know ad- adult tickle time when they got there yeah. and so it was like oh they were supposed to love each other and yet there was no connection between them and then when he's off on the road getting assaulted by pamphlets she really didn't seem concerned yeah because like now the shit's starting to hit the fan right and they're like where's dad she's like oh he'll be back how do you know that (laughs) like there was no point like i would have been like oh my god where is he you know but she just seemed to be like whatever so it's like they're i don't know like their 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 actions never seem to actually make sense with their personality or with what they were saying they see kind of did one thing and then said another and like i don't know yeah yeah i mean it's tough because if people make sensible decisions in a in a you know in a travesty like this uh that's not very dramatic for a film so um yeah but you could not make sense in a better way i guess and then also maybe i'm i'm off and 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 you can clarify this so mahershala had an inkling about what was going on because of this friend that he had right. who was, you know, in, in the know, defense, yeah. who was in the know, right? She rented that place hours before they got there, correct? Yeah. Why would he rent it out? 
if he had this weird feeling and this like sixth sense that weird shit was going on, why would he rent his house, leave well, his, be, his Because he didn't know until he, to he got the call. Uh, yeah, but he, he said, said before that, before that, that night when he was at the symphony or whatever, mm-hmm. there had been something implied that like weird shit was going on. Yeah, but I guess it's always going on. Was, I think to me it was like I don't this know. one phone if call I, he got I about have... how this guy said, take care of yourself. And then he was like, oh, fuck. You know, yeah, but that was not before the symphony? No, I think it was not at before? the symphony. That's why he was like, we're out of here. I don't know. I I just like, I don't know. Because she asked him like, why did you come here? Like, you know. It's not because you couldn't go upstairs. And he was like, yeah, I did bust my knee, but no. And then he told him. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I guess that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I was off on the timeline, but it seemed like it was very, very close. Like he maybe had an inkling before that. And I was just thinking like, if your house was the safe place, then like, why would you even have it available to rent or whatever? Yeah. Um, I guess we can assume the mom's dead, right? She, I, her plane I, crashed. I, I mean, if yeah, all the planes are crashing, then her plane so, yeah. crashed. Um, yeah, the plane crash thing was like, mm, yeah, it, it's... No, I don't know. <laughs> like, and there was there's this one line that bothered me for no reason, and it was like when she's like, "Oh, this the person who owns this house must be some kind of security person because their password is really long or whatever." She says it's a novella, and I was just like, "That's a load," you know. <laughs> like, I just didn't. I don't know. I was just like, "Okay, thanks for telling me, movie." Yeah, yeah. So me. I think that the um. They're but, really, but you know, I did, I did enjoy the movie, and I, yeah. I, I think personally, it's worth watching. Yeah, I think it's worth the watch. I just, I think that the the little bit that I saw of the trailer sold me, as it usually does, sold me a a, a better movie than I got. I yeah, guess. I didn't see the trailer or anything, so. Um, you watched a little bit of it because I had it. Did I? I had it up, yeah, and then I I shut it off like midway because I was like, all right, I don't want to give away too much, but it looked really intense, I and then remember. I was like, meh. Um. There was something else that bugged me. God, there's so many things. I don't know. Damn it. Uh, it must not have bugged you that bad. So it was, <laughs> it was, uh, it was, um, it was a solid watch though. I, I, I think, I think, I think it was a, uh, I would consider it a successful film, even though it's like, you know, there's no way to determine that based on like streaming versus like theater, like money wise. But, you know, I feel like it was done well and I did enjoy it more than, May December and yeah, I definitely um, did enjoy it more than that as well. You know, but I'm um I don't know. It's just because it's something for me personally that scares me because it's very topical. You know, it's like yeah, uh, you know, no, it's like I, I definitely we're very you know that. as a country right now we're so divided and blah 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 and and so like something like this really kind of hits home because of it 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 taps into that. But there's division. the irony of it, right? Where the the focus of the film is about being blinded by distractions and not seeing what's happening right under your nose. And I'm watching that message on a service that's meant to do that exact thing. And then furthermore, a service that is promoting the importance of physical media. Yeah. At a time where physical media is literally being taken out of commission. But Best Buy is not even going to be selling blu-rays or dvds in 2024 that's done it's going to become harder and harder to get a physical disc with entertainment on it because of places uh, because of uh, services like netflix and then all you're doing it's it was like the jonah's awful thing right where they're just like we should put in we should put in the movie how funny it would be 
if the world were to end that you needed DVDs because we're going to get rid of all of them. Yeah. Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> and it's like, and we're like, oh my God. And we're laughing. And it's like, no, 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 no. They're the reason why that would happen, guys. <laughs> like yeah. the reason why we wouldn't have physical media is because of Netflix and Hulu and all these other streaming services. It's not funny. Um, we have two cabinets full of Blu-rays and DVDs, which I've had several people go like, oh my God, you still have DVDs and Blu-rays? Hell yes, because you know what? Sometimes I want to watch something that should absolutely be available, and it isn't. Yeah. And I'm not paying $10 to rent it or own it yeah. when I have it right there if I really want to watch it. Control. And then oh, shit like this control. happens, right? You lose power, you lose your internet, you lose your cable, and it's like, well, there's nothing to watch now. It's like, well, whip out the, whip out the Blu-rays. I yeah. guess that's what we're watching. Um so yeah, I mean, I real I was obviously like on a, a realistic standpoint, it was annoying that the girl would just sit down and watch Friends. Again, oftentimes the kids are kick worthy in these types of movies. They're always stupid and annoying. Yeah. Um, but I think the message there was supposed to be just how blatant yeah. that distraction is. That like she's literally in a bunker and her attention is going to the last episode of Friends rather than telling her family, hey. There's a, There's bunker a bunker here. Yeah. Although, to be fair, she was kind of trying to say in the beginning, something's up. And they were like, da, 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 da. Yeah. So I guess she was like, all right, you're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to die of radiation poisoning, having the fulfillment of seeing what happened in the final lips. Because even even the, the point of her going in the house and then like home aloneing her way through the junk food, it's like maybe save some of that. Yeah. I don't know. You just yeah. like opened every juice container and soda container to what are you, Buddy the Elf? Like what who yeah. does that? Like yeah. we don't know what's going on with the world and you're just like bogarting all of the food. I mean, there's the bunker downstairs. Yeah, but um, still. Yeah, but still. She and didn't I, know that at I the time. Do, no, she did not. And I do have to say, um, I find doomsday prepping conflicting because whilst I understand the initial onset of that survival, right? Oh, let's get somewhere safe. I mean, that's a natural instinct to have. In a case where you would need something like a bunker, I'm not talking about like, oh, we dug a shipping container into the ground of our yard mm -hmm. uh, in case there's a tornado. That's different. That's like you can survive sure. that, right? You know, you, everything's messed up. You build again. Unless a tree falls on top of that, the the opening to that bunker. And I always think of things like that. Now what? Yeah. Um, aside from that, if we're in a we're in a in a predicament where we need a bunker, that's like. It has to circulate air because the air can't be trusted and all this other stuff and it's filtered and all that. Do I really want to be alive? Even, Do I yeah. really want to be alive? And I realize in the moment when you're facing death, all you want is to save yourself and it's easier said than done. In that moment, you're like, holy shit. Because I think and it's and it's that you don't know, you know, it's like you don't know. Right. Yeah. And it will I overreact and kill myself for no good reason. Possibly. But there's also like. I don't know. I mean, like if I had a bunker, people like I could live in this bunker for five years. No, I'm not living in a bunker. Look, if you have to be in the bunker for five years, there's no coming back. Yeah. It's it's established. There's no coming back, in which case I'm going to give this a year tops and then I'm ODing on sleeping pills. Yeah, I've gotten enough prescriptions from surgeries and issues that I have leftover opioids. I'm going out. <laughs> There's no way. They're just sitting there and that would be my, the world is ending. We need to go out painlessly. 
I'm not living in a bunker for five years and then hoping that I can come out and then what the world is just demolished and then we're living like it's Mad Max. I'm yeah. not going to book of Eli my way through yeah. life. I'm sorry. Um, but having said that, there's like a part of me that wants to walk through a bunker that elaborate. Like that yeah. looks crazy. Like I just yeah. want to walk through. Like I would be one of those psychos that would be like how much to spend the night in the bunker. <laughs> like I want to see if I could actually do this. You should be able to do that. I'm just saying, guys, there should be like a doomsday B&B. Yeah. You're not using it now. Yeah. It's just sitting there. You might as well make some money off of it, right? Rent that puppy out, but don't close me in because I'll freak out. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The door has to stay open. I need to have a broom or something that's just keeping it ajar so (laughs) that I can fly out if I need to. Uh, Don't lock me into that. But I just want to see like how long could I like could I last a week before going stir crazy? Because it's not even so much to like you're not going out. I could do that easy. I could stay home for two, three weeks easy. Yeah. No problem. It's the no windows. Yeah. Because I don't like like when we've stayed places, I hate when the room is in a basement. Even if it looks nice and the windows are small, freaks me out. Like mm. I can't climb out that window. That's a basement window. That's not meant for climbing out of. Yeah. I don't like it. So that's the part that would I think would... I would kind of go stir crazy after a while where it's like there's well, no sunlight. Have, that, one, that one did have fake windows with the screen. No, no, no. I'm going to I need sunlight. I need to be able to like open a window and smell air and be like, yeah, okay, I'm going to stay inside, but I know the outside is right there. That part would, yeah. I, I don't know. But going through like the pantry, it reminds me of The Shining. That's kind of why I just want to walk through mm. them because I always wanted to walk through the pantry and The Shining because mm. it's like when I was growing up, um, my biological father worked at a school and so... I always loved walking through like the pantry area and the kitchen of that. So like that was kind of when I saw The Shining, I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know what that feels like. Not to that scale, though. Um, yeah. Well, this and movie so, did have a message and it was befriend your local doomsday prepper. Well, yeah. yeah, but no, because the whole point was the whole point of of LeBacon's behavior was that it's like we're not friends when this happens at the end of the day it is everyone for themselves there's no you don't have the luxury of giving a shit about other people i'm limited on medication i'm limited on food i'm very sorry but if you step into my house i'm going to shoot you like that's just that you have no friends at the end of it which i think obviously is why mahershala says to him like i need to know that we're in this together because once he saw somebody he, who he considered a friend behave the way that he did out of survival. Yeah. He was like, this guy could turn on me in a hot second. Yeah. And although I have well, the I gun, think, so. I think it was more of like, I need to know that you're going to do what we need to do when we get to this bunker. I, I took it as I need to know that we're, we're in this together. Because they know, like, they'll end up at the bunker because they know the bunker's there. So they'll. Maybe, because they were moving awfully slow. If he would have been like, your neighbor has a bunker, see ya. We just sat in the car and started talking about like, hey, I need to know and this and that. Let's go to the bunker. We could have the conversation there. I'll decide whether I'm going to shoot you and your whole family when we get to the bunker. I think they'll go back to the house. They'll get everybody. They'll go to the other house. They'll see that the girl's there. She... The episode will have been done by the time they get there. So I don't know. It's only a half hour show. So And there's no commercials. Yeah. And so... So it's like 22 minutes. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Look, your kid... Listen... I'm sorry to say it, but they should all just die. Mm. They're not meant for survival. I'm not meant for survival. I'm aware of that. Then the kid will die first. 
the boy. But what is the, then, as for Mahershala? Once that kid's teeth came out, get the fuck out of my house. I have a gun. Get first of all, I've probably already been exposed to whatever this is. We've been in the same house, but it was the fact that they weren't even concerned. Like the parents weren't even like, "Is this viral?" Yeah. <laughs> like if this is viral, we have a massive problem here. Just like, oh, my they teeth were fell just, out. This sucks. Oh no, your teeth fell out. We should go get some help. We've got to get. And then that, that pissed me off when it's like his teeth fall out, and this bitch is like. We need to get him to a doctor. Have you not been fucking paying attention to what is going? Yeah. What do you think? We're going to go to the doctor store? Your stupid ass husband couldn't even find town. Yeah. And you want to? You think that ambulances and doctors and hospitals are a thing right now? You seriously think that you're just going to walk into are, a doctor's office? Yeah, that you're the house. only patient they're yeah. going to have. Teslas are trying to kill us, ma'am. Yeah. Why were all the Teslas white? Can somebody explain that to me? Like, okay, well, the Teslas are self-driving. They're all driving themselves into these expressways. Espressways. Yeah, expressways. <laughs> They're all driving themselves to the expressways, but why were they all the same color? I like, do Tesla just... dealers only have one color? Is that how it works? Like, if you know. want a ba- black Tesla, you have to go to, like, uh, like one, one uh, town or state, and then if, like, you want a, a red Tesla, you have to go somewhere else? Like, what is, what is that? Yeah. I thought that was clever. Yeah. I thought that was really clever because, again, like, why were all the same cars crashed? And I thought that was cool. And there's not enough. Wait. Yeah. Tesla's the only self-driving car we have currently, right? Currently. Well, yeah. maybe. We have, I like, a, I thought we had, like, assistant, like, a, driving. driving assistant, yeah, yeah. But not, like, a car that could actually drive itself. So it would have to be a Tesla. Yeah. I just wish they'd made them different colors so that for a second you would have thought this was a pile up, like, an actual mm organic well, there was a pile group up, of white but... ones and then there was a group of black ones in front of it so i feel like um i don't know they what decided what it... to have a race war at the end of well, the world the cars no i think that like, <laughs> it, it was like <laughs> they were battling for who to, got to go to, first to kind of you know i, I guess to, to make it seem like there was a tesla dealer there not that it was just random tesla but from why houses. would all the same so... color cars be going at the same time it's just weird they would all just be crashing into each other yeah, i don't know i don't think they would have even made it that far like what was the instruction they're driving to where? I mean, so so was the yeah, instruction that Tesla's got hacked to block, to jam up the expressway? Probably. That's what I have to assume, yeah. right? Because why would they not crash immediately? Just they would cause, just cause chaos. They would just, they just have yeah, all no, the but, but cars go crazy. Yeah, yeah, but they can go crazy. And if they go crazy on regular streets, you can go around them. But if they go crazy and they jam up an expressway, now people can't get out. So I would yeah. assume that they had to have been specifically hacked sure. in order to do that, to create that jam. I don't know. Like I thought, it's clever, but again, it was clever as a book. I I give the credit to the author of that book. That was a clever idea. Mm-hmm. So I again, yes, okay, great. You did a decent job, I guess, with the film. But there were just things that weren't quite answered, and then got like weird. And um, I just also have one question: Is that how Julia Roberts dances? Oh uh, yeah. Yikes. Probably. And I really hated that moment mm-hmm. that they had. Like, how much do I love you if, like, 24 hours into the world ending, I'm ready to make out with somebody else yeah. under the right Someone circumstances? Someone who I hated, like, 20 Your wife, 20 who's fucking ago. missing, who could potentially be dead, and, like, right away our crotches yeah. are glowing with urges 24 hours after. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I hated that. I thought, like, them just sharing that moment and having fun by trying to distract themselves was enough. But then doing that corny, like, I'm in your arms and I need comfort thing oh, yeah. is just like, 
you have a wife and I have a husband. Like, yeah, you have a wife and you have a husband. What are you? What, you have amnesia? Yeah. You had a wife and a husband five seconds ago when you turned that music on. Like, suddenly you guys are, like, ready to make out, uh, you know, because and of I the mood. And I never understood. Like, they do that. It's a, it's a, it's a common, and I, you know, probably in the book, too. But it's this common thing where it's like, there's no world in which you're like, I'm going to go upstairs and listen to a record. I'm going to go out on the... Uh, over by the pool and sit down like I, I, it was just well, like like a weird well thing. here's the thing because that i think that was what they they were pushing that as distraction in this movie i'm saying that but when they do that in other movies i 100 percent agree it's like what are you doing but if you look now when there's a when there's a a, a travesty that 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 partakes in the world like what how how do you find out about that because people are recording it you would think your natural instinct should be, let me get away from this thing or let me help these people. But our natural instinct has become to record it. What? You're saying that the world is ending. Yeah. And at what point are you just like, let's go listen to music because that's no, a normal not thing that. to do. My thing is that. Because you said that, that when we were separated. watching. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. 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 The, the fact that they were separated. It's like, why right. are we not always staying together trying right, to figure this out? It's like. In the same breath when you were watching it, you had said, why Why are we separated and why are we just acting like this isn't happening? And well, I'm saying like that. Thing, that yeah. is that is the thing that the distraction is like. Yeah. I mean, 20 years ago. If if something happened and then there was an emergency, you'd be like, well, of course you go get help. But like our, it seems to be that our knee jerk reaction as a society is to record it and put it on TikTok before we've actually yeah. like assisted or made sure that this person wouldn't be in danger by air, you know, putting this, uh, uh, making this public. Like that is where we are as a society where we would just be like, oh, I'm just gonna go watch Friends and act like the shit isn't happening. Yeah. Um, there's that like, you know, that that shock response and that's that seems to be where we go but I, I can guarantee you like i would be on my phone but more because like i'm trying to get a signal i'm trying to see like there's no way if i saw planes crashing can't get to town pamphlets are flying out of the sky have not seen other people okay that i'm gonna be on instagram yeah like even as a trauma response i will be on the floor in a puddle of urine and vomit i will have had an anxiety attack and probably died of a heart attack let's just be honest i don't even know if i would have made it that far because my body just would not allow it but i wouldn't be like <laughs> checking my social media yeah. couldn't trust anything you saw it in anyway especially in a situation like that you know you see all of the fake news and and um like the, the false, fake news the false reports that come out where they're like sure. look at this explosion that sure. just happened and it was Absolutely. like one from like 20 well, but, years ago but like but that's the thing is that that that's the whole point of it right was that before b before uh conspiracy theorists became what they've become now there was some legitimacy to a conspiracy right because it was what the government wasn't telling us and there was information that was coming out here and there and now there are people in this world that genuinely believe in lizard people it's not a conspiracy to them. It's a fact. Superheroes? That there's alien lizard, lizard people living amongst us. And that you have to explain. To, you still have to explain to people why the earth couldn't be flat. Like that's where we are with mm -hmm. modern conspiracies. Like just stuff that you never thought you'd have to explain this to somebody before. Yet here we are. Yeah. Um, so I, I did appreciate the film. I didn't love it. But I did think it was entertaining. I would say watch it. It's just like, I just hoped to love it more. Yeah. 
I really thought there would be more to it. There was enough to it that we had a decent review. I mean, look how long we've been talking about it. There was a lot to unpack. Yeah. It just kind of seemed it's it it seemed to like always almost get there and then it let you down. And then it would go back up there yeah. and then it would let you down. Yeah, and a lot of really great moments and and obviously the tension building was really really was done well. Yeah. The f- the film to me it felt like a conversation with a person who was like trying to rec- like trying to recruit you via like uh, um, a narrative uh, of a recently adopted belief, hmm. right? And so they 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 overwhelm you with like all the bells and whistles of their belief, but they never actually get to the point. Hmm. That's what this movie reminded me of. Like, yeah. you know, oh, it's the pamphlets are falling, and then. Okay, so explain to me this. Well, that, that's not... We'll just get into the other thing. It's like, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're selling me this concept. Give me more details here. It's like, you know, someone like just has converted to a new religion just because, right? Or like, it's like they decide to put, you know, the, their little bracelet on and now it's like, oh, Kamala. Like, you know, but it's it's a fashion statement for them. Yeah. You know, they Madonna their way through a... Through a, a a religious belief and then don't actually understand what they're doing or follow through that you know that it's a fad that's what that reminded me of it was like we're telling the story at the moment like to be entertaining but we're not going to really give you more information yeah so i think this would have been a good show yep this would have been a really good show that if they started going into details of things Mm -hmm. Um, going into different people because that's what happens right away, right? As soon as something happens, everyone has their take on what's actually going on. And I think that would have been really interesting. Like every person that they come across has this different explanation for what's happening because you're like, who am I supposed to believe? You literally can't believe anybody right now. And so I thought that, I think like as a show that would have been a bit more interesting. Um, But I'd like, I'd give it a solid b hmm. yeah i'd give it a solid b but i think it could have been a lot better again we didn't read the book so yeah. i don't know uh, maybe the book's really good but now like mm. the book's ruined for me like yeah. i already know where this is kind of going yeah. at least so that's that's tough do you do the movie do you the do the book first <laughs> i'm a book first type of person i usually am but then i don't want to be ruined by those details because that see like I, re- I read wolf of wall street first hmm as long as that movie is, as much shit as that you have happening in that movie, it is nothing. <laughs> it pales in comparison to what really happened. Yeah. It was a complete like there would there's no way to fit Jordan Belfort's hijinks into a movie. Maybe a series. Yeah. Maybe if it had been a, yeah he could have if that had been made into a series that would have been interesting but. What was that movie? Three hours? I mean, usually Marty doesn't really mm-hmm. tend to go lower than three hours. And it, it still, it doesn't even touch the surface of the crazy shit that went on that Instead, that guy was in, involved with. they're going to make series about with. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, so. Really? hmm Why? I don't know. What's to, they're undercover it's and then uh, they're Daniel there. Glover. Daniel Glover? Is it Daniel Glover? That oh, guy? I like him too. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. I mean, you know, dude's got to eat, but... I do enjoy him. I just don't. He usually who's the doesn't wife? get involved with like crap. So maybe. You yeah, know, I know. That's what I'm saying. Who do you know who's playing Jolie's part? It's uh, somebody that I don't know. Oh, <laughs> excellent! Thank you for it's the not information. Like a super famous person or whatever. <sighs> but why? 
But why? That's what we're asking. Yeah. Anyhow, um, yeah, so I don't know what's going on for next week. I mean, things are coming out. I'm excited. Okay, so uh, I had said that nothing good was happening on Christmas. Usually something exciting drops. I did mean in the theater, and that still hasn't changed. But Ricky Gervais is dropping his comedy special on Christmas, and I'm very excited for that. Yeah. I wait with bated breath for his comedy specials. We did also just watch um, Mike Birbiglia's, but I didn't yeah. know how to really review an entire like a comedy show yeah like i don't know how you review i lo- we love mike berbiglia we've yeah. watched all of his specials and he he's he's an acquired taste it's he's a slow burn mm-hmm. kind of comic it's not like gervais which is like bang 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 and he's loud and you know they're like polar opposites but um it's i don't know i just love that guy yeah i absolutely love that guy um but anyway so if you are a fan or you're not a fan and you're you know, kind of thinking of uh, becoming a fan. I suggest you watch. Start from the beginning, though. Yeah, yeah. God, it's <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, that's it. Shout out. Shout outs to MoGraph. To MoGraph, and we don't know what's going on. You just have to tune in and see like what the hell happens in our lives, mm-hmm. and and this and with the holidays and all that fun stuff. When is Christmas? A Monday, right? I don't know. So we would be, we couldn't even talk about this on Christmas Day because we would be watching it. it would be the following week. Yeah. If, if we were to talk about Gervais, which I don't think we will, because yeah. how do you do that? How do you do that? You don't. You probably don't. So then we're back at square one. I don't know what like, what to watch. We'll find something. For Christmas. Nothing really, nothing's really tickling my fancy, if you will. Yeah. To go to the theaters. Although you want to go see Godzilla, which you can absolutely wait for, sir. Are you kidding me? Hmm. Look at the look of just disappointment. Nothing good ever happens to you, does it, Paul? Um, um. <laughs> 